your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to a Tuesday, right, Spencer? Tuesday, I Lacrosse. Today's Tuesday, yeah. Let's <laughs> do that. Let's forget the day. In the news, we always think we have to think of like a day ahead. We're thinking like we're going to read this tomorrow, so I have to write the news for tomorrow, and then I forget that it's today. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Spencer Halsey, Eric from Sparta is on hold already. Spencer Halsey, UW Lacrosse Outreach Coordinator, is in studio with me. You brought, you know what? I gotta, I gotta get my camera out so I remember to take a picture of this. But you're in studio with me, and you have a T Rex. Oh, yep, a, uh, a T Rex. An old model of a T Rex, about. It's about two feet long, actually. It's a huge. I mean, now this is a model as opposed good. to a toy. Well, I mean, it's a toy for like display. So a model, maybe. Like um, when you say model, like did you put this like like I buy a model of a 1972 Mustang and in, in the Shopko. Shopko doesn't exist anymore, but like, is that kind of what? Yeah, it's all a bunch of pieces that okay. I put together. Okay, yeah, it's yeah, not... it's a kit. From a model, and it's missing one critical bone that they discovered. That's a brand new one. The sternum actually has bones on. Like, there's a whole bone missing here since that, this model was made. Now that you say that, I would, I, I would have, I would have seen that. I would have been like, you know what? I think that's incomplete. I think there's missing, there's some missing pieces. But if you haven't figured out, we're going to talk about dinosaurs a little bit because uh, there's, there's a lot of dinosaurs in the. What do we want to call that in Hollywood right in, now? I guess in media. In media, there's there's two to, two big shows, right? Right. There's the new Jurassic Park show movie. What do we call it? What is that one? So I don't Jurassic, even know. The Jurassic World Dominion, right? That's it's still is in that years. what it's called? And the other one's Prehistoric Planet. Right? Well, Prehistoric Planet is uh, Sir David Attenborough. Yeah, I, I can't say his last so, name. It's like Planet Earth, but they made it dinosaurs. Planet dinosaur, Planet yeah, dinosaur. and that one, that one's cool. Then in the Jurassic Jurassic Park sequel, of, what are we on? Number five, uh, pro- something yeah, like that. Six. I think it's five. Um, now, I want to talk about that a little bit. Also, we want to talk about climate change. Uh, it's kind of it's funny because the weather isn't climate, but also like it was flooding yesterday. <laughs> I talked about it. I talked to police about this a little bit. There, mm-hmm. we we brought it up. There's a video. I talked to the lady in the that that recorded the video. There's a video of somebody on Losey driving down the road, and then it's flooded, mm-hmm. and then they're ta- they're video video videoing someone driving down the sidewalk on Losey. Well, if you can't because see it's it, right? less flooded on the sidewalk. <laughs> And so I asked police, you know, like, uh, what's so we had flooding yesterday, and then today, obviously, it's just blistering hot out. It's the hottest day, the worst. You know, I would rather have thirty below mm-hmm. when I go outside on days like this. I'm like, I can take thirty below. Like, I can. I'm not gonna hang out outside a whole lot, but I have to go play volleyball later, and it's just gonna be miserable. Obviously, you can't play volleyball when it's thirty below, really. Although, uh, you know, maybe the Parks and Rec Department will bring back. Volleyball uh, went to on ice. Let's yeah, make we've it done happen. it. No, they're, they're, we we canceled it because there's no more ice. Oh, in yeah. fact, the last time we tried Winter Rec Fest, it was literally volleyball and ice, and then they had to bring wood chips over the ice, which made the ice more slippery. Mm-hmm. And then we just canceled outdoor volleyball. Before that, there used to be feet and feet and snow, and it was super fun because uh-huh. you just you'd 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 uh, you'd put all the the snow pants and the winter jacket, and you look like the kid from a Christmas story that's running down yep, the road, like. Yep. 
I got to go pee now. Um, and then you just <laughs> tackle each other, and it was fun. And then now we don't get any snow uh, for Winter Wreckfest. We canceled it. But um, but what I'm getting at is that's the weather, like yesterday flooding, today's blistering hot. We mm-hmm. can kind of predict that. We can kind of see that. But that's not climate. But also all these things are happening more frequently, right? Yep. Like this, And that's... I mean, the biggest thing, and we'll talk a little bit more about this, is uh, climate is the trend. It's it's over time. Weather over time. And uh, with humans, we experience weather as it is that day, right? And so yep. it's really hard to differentiate the two. Yeah, but over our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Or even in the last five years. Yeah, because you can, if you, if you can take glimpses of time and go, yep, okay, there was an ice age here. And those are millions of years, you know, across mm-hmm. the all of spectrum of time. And you can kind of see these trends. Those trends are getting smaller. In fact, we have trends within our, not like we have an ice age, but we have trends within our own, like what we have hundred year floods every couple of years now and stuff like that. Right. Is that, does that make sense? That's the, so the, the climate change that we see is the window is is shrunk in in the amount because we shouldn't really be able to experience climate change in the lifespan of human. It it should be so gradual. Right? Is am I making sense or am I am yes. I off here a little the bit? The word you're looking for is accelerating. Yeah. Um and it yes, there are definitely signs to point towards that. And I'm sure this 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 conversation we're having right now is probably gonna prompt even more calls. So Yeah, if you want to call and you got questions about climate change, uh the one thing I always thought was interesting is if you want to talk to your legislator about co- climate change, you know, hey, we need to do something about that. Mm-hmm. It's not you don't ask them, do you believe in climate change? So maybe I'll just ask you this is uh do you understand climate change? And then maybe can you make us understand climate change? You think you can do that a little bit, a little uh, bit later? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We can okay. go into that. Because I sent you that video earlier, too, and I was like, that. I don't remember who that guy was on, you the know. The Renegade tic- Teacher, I think. Yeah, this is on TikTok. He's, he's pretty interesting because he, he, he talks about the Earth's axis and the degrees at which the Earth is angled towards the sun. I'm just being very rudimentary here. Um, <laughs> But he, uh, you know, he kind of explains something I never actually thought about, but it makes perfect sense that the Earth's degrees towards the sun, you could tell me if I'm wrong, kind of invoke climate change. But that stuff takes thousands and thousands of years, if not millions. Yeah. So he's talking about the, what is it, the Milkovich cycles, the, the, the natural John, things that John Malkovich. John Malkovich cycles uh, <laughs> that Earth experiences that, that are like just slow, gradual, constant changes in, in space, in fauna and flora yeah. of earth that cause subtle changes and what we're seeing that isn't that yeah yeah there's there's big picture climate change based on uh physics yep. right and then there's uh human altered climate change based on anthrogenic <laughs> okay. yes anthrogenic there we go uh eric from sparta is calling in eric go ahead you're on the air i will say one thing i'll say it once and one time only you woke lacrosse's your woke and lacrosse tribunes liberal policies will come to a head and you might regret it thank you goodbye okay you're you're welcome i'm i don't, I don't know why a lot of people talk about being woke mm-hmm. i'm like well shouldn't we be awake you know who's not awake right now dinosaurs they are they are not awake right now dinosaurs okay do you want to do dinosaur stuff when we come back and then climate change after that all right yeah dinosaurs first all right we'll be back to talk uh our our preview of jurassic whatever the park movie is out all right welcome back to lacrosse talk pm 608-785-7914 talking text line if you want to get in here spencer halsey's in here she's the uw lacrosse outreach Specialist yep. outreach coordinator. Coordinator, oh. what do you want to be? Czar? Yes. Outreach czar. Outreach czar. Um, 
How's have we hit any science camps yet? Oh yeah! As a matter of fact, next week is is one of our biggest science camps. It's full. It's been full for a while. Right. I know. It's always kind of like ooh, oh. <laughs> you know, anyone listening, like oh, I can get my kid. Mm. Um, yeah, it's like anything. And coolest thing can we or or is it a surprise? Coolest thing that the kids might do at a sci- at the science camp? I mean, it's hard to pick favorites, but there's two that I'm excited about. And uh, spoiler alerts to all the kids listening at home: uh, they're gonna make bouncy balls and they're gonna analyze actual DNA. Oh, bouncy balls? Yeah, yeah. It's actually the same session. It's really weird. <laughs> bouncy balls, uh, will they be totally circular? And Probably these not. These are made by fifth graders. Yeah, so, so no. Best tip. So once you bounce them, <laughs> no way of telling which way they're going to go. Oh, right? it's going to be chaos. And How big can we make these bouncy balls? Uh, you know what? They're going to be little, or can I make one that's like the size of a softball? I, I think that's a, a question we must answer day of. What can we... I'll bring it in. With inflation, what materials can you afford to make a a bouncy ball so large (laughs) Mm -hmm. that it would be bigger than a velociraptor? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we want to talk about dinosaurs a little bit. The the planet dinosaur, is that what that's called? Um, It's prehistoric planet. Prehistoric planet. Um, I don't even know what. Is it on Netflix? Because a lot of times those things. Apple TV. Yeah, I know. Mm. Uh, But I I did mooch in that free trial trial to watch it. Free month trial. Free month trial. That stuff's all pretty accurate, right? Like you're pretty... The best we could do at the time. I think there's a couple things that might change with time, but they, I mean, as far as we know, it's pretty good. Okay, so you brought this uh, T-Rex statue in, and Mm -hmm. you said that it's inaccurate. So whenever they made this statuette, or statuette, I just combined those (laughs) words. Whenever they made this, uh, the scientists figured out, oh, yeah, we're missing some bones in the T-Rex statue. Mm -hmm. At some point in my life, because when I was a kid, I played with Transformers, and at some point in the Transformers cartoon, there were the dinosaur Transformers. There was just the whole slew of dinosaur Transformers, and one of them was the Baronosaurus. Mm-hmm. And then at some point in maybe the last 15 years of my life, I learned that the Baronosaurus wasn't... First of all, I learned that pterodactyl is a very weird word to spell. Yes. <laughs> uh, being a journalist, at some point in my life, I had to write pterodactyl, and I was oh, like, gosh. wait, what? And I think it starts with a P. Yes. Um, and then I also I learned at some point that Brontosaurus wasn't a dinosaur. Correct. So uh, the, well, how does that happen? Okay, so uh, whenever we find skeletons like this, we rarely find full ones. They usually just find parts of one, uh, like a shoulder or a leg bone yeah. or a single piece of spine. And from that, they have to extrapolate the rest of the dinosaur. So, uh, based on their interpretation, well, let's do this though. Yeah. Like, let's just let's do the T Rex. T Rex. Like they find a T Rex bone. Yeah. And they're like, at one point in time, the T Rex had like huge long arms. Yeah. Because they didn't, unless they found an arm bone, then at one point in time, the T Rex would have been just a little guy because mm-hmm. the T Rex's <laughs> arms are tiny. Exactly. You know? It's so, exactly that. So they have to guess. It's the best guess. So scientists, has, at some point, it would have been great to just experience this where the guy figures out or the girl figures out, the woman figures out. Oh, the T Rex had really tiny little, like goofy arms. <laughs> like he was kind of a weirdo. That doesn't make it like that. And then everyone was like, nope, that's not right. The T-Rex's arms couldn't have been like that. We have to figure this out. This is wrong. These don't go together. And then it, clearly they apparently do. Yep. Same thing happened with Brontosaurus. Uh, they, they found some pieces. They're like, maybe this goes with something else. So they got rid of it for a bit. And then they brought it back. So they, they said, Brontosaurus, you are the same as Apatosaurus. Uh, and that one kind of lingered for a bit. And they're like, I think they're different enough. Back to two. Okay, so oh, they, so they combine them at some point, mm-hmm. and then they figure out there's the little there's two variations of mm-hmm. you know they they're probably like bones. cousins or something. Yep, because um, I was apart. really sad. I'm like, wow, my favorite transformer slash dinosaur, the Brontosaurus. Uh, I think it's a vegetarian. I think it's a plant eater. Mm-hmm. If I'm right, uh, although you know, again, how do you know that? 
And then what does it sound like? <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> so it, it didn't exist and then it did. But let's get to Jurassic World Dominion, the newest movie. I think you can go see it right now. Maybe. And Marcus, I think. Yeah, look, you can go right at oh, 610, right after let's the go. show. You can go let's right go after the it. show. It's air conditioned in there. So uh, popcorn <laughs> shortage, possibly, though. I don't know. That's coming, the popcorn shortage. Um, and in the Jurassic World, probably probably at least the last two movies, if not, they've probably done the Velociraptor a couple of times. It is it is the one. It's the clever girl scene from the very first. The ver- oh, yeah, yeah, it is the first one. Like clever girl. Like, it's that one. <laughs> Wait, is the little kid the girl, the clever girl? No, they're, t- they're the saying woman. the dinosaur is the clever one. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. Um, way off. Anyway, the Velociraptor in the movies of all the Jurassic Park movies, it probably makes an appearance in every one. Oh, yeah, it's I, the face other than the T-Rex. We didn't watch all the movies before we had decided to talk about it on the show. <laughs> and I'll correct. tell you, we didn't do we didn't deep dive into every all six of the Jurassic Park movies and a rogue seventh movie that is apparently called... <laughs> Uh, if you Google Jurassic World, Jurassic Park movies, there's one called Battle at Big Rock that just doesn't, it doesn't fit. There's, like the one has all the logos and then this Battle at Big Rock and it just sounds like, a, I don't know. I don't know what that is. So we're going with six. Uh, but the Velociraptor, clearly not as large as a human. <laughs> there's, no. If you Google Velociraptor, human, human size, uh, the, the movie lied to us. These giant monster eating the the villain in all these movies besides the t-rex in that one movie uh probably in all movies um is not the size of like what would you say what would you what would you call this oh that would you call it like a a horse yeah bigger than a horse because he's longer Mm -hmm. because his tail's like 10 feet long um yeah so the these things aren't horse-sized monsters trying to eat you they're dog I Small would say dog. probably like medium-sized dog. I think mm-hmm. I think like uh yeah like like your uh, border collie-sized dog, which would make the movie totally different. I mean, but if you had a bunch of those, then it'd get a little like, right. A if there's if there's five of them, mm-hmm. even like three, because it's a border collie size. But again, with the tail, it's it's longer. Also, like what are we doing? Is it got T Rex arms or does it not have arms at all? It the has picture... wings. Oh, there it is. They're tucked is that... back. Okay. That's the thing. Like, all these things were birds, right, at some point? Is that why the arms are so small? I'm pointing to the T-Rex in here. Uh, you know, there's a lot of hypotheses as to I, why I, that's the size they are. I was just listening to a podcast, and, like, dinosaurs weren't all scaly like alligators. Correct. Some had feathers. Mm-hmm. T-Rex uh, is, is the one that's – so they tried putting feathers on it, but there's no large skeletons that have feathers. So prehistoric made what like if a, the T- What if the T-Rex was, like, furry? Like a – like a oh he's cute you pet him you can pet your t-rex you know what we'll make that canon right today that are there any furry are there any furry dinosaurs like a dog fur like a a bunny a bunny fur there's There's got to be right prehistoric there's already prehistoric mammals that kind of look like dinosaurs depends on what you draw the line as so there were there's there's some i want i want the fierce monster looking thing but also like he's fluffy well we don't have any (laughs) fossils of fuzzy dinosaurs but Wait, until all the ice caps melt we so have to get into the yeah. ice caps before they all melt right because otherwise we're, we're on track we'll know in like five years <laughs> well, the, well once that stuff melts won't it just dissolve and then it'll be like we won't we won't find out because it all have melted and and gone into well like the, the cool ice rings will be gone like those yeah. histories all the gases that's being trapped in there that'll be gone but oh yeah the mammoths you know they'll be they'll still be around a <laughs> wet all right, so this this Velociraptor, the villain in all the Jurassic Park movies. Mm-hmm. If you want to write something for Wisdom News, just calling out how this is inaccurate 
because I'll just go to the Fast and Furious movies. Fast and Furious 6. I was a little proud of myself for going, wait a minute. Fast and Furious 6, there's a runway scene. It's mm-hmm. giant plane is, and I can't remember now if it's taking off or, or, or landing. I think it's taking off. You know, it's taking off. And they, they have to get something off the plane, right? Or put something on the plane. The plane takes off for like eight minutes, which makes the runway like 50 miles long. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, this is a long runway. Like they've been fighting and driving and trying to get on and off this giant airplane for a long time. This runway is too, like in my, in my head, I'm just doing the logic of mm-hmm. this. And then, and so I Googled it and there's all kinds of articles. So I haven't Googled, you know, I, I don't see a whole lot of articles about Jurassic World and Velociraptor size. You know, there's, there's generally like there's weird questions, but, mm-hmm. um, the scary truth about Velociraptors, maybe that there's an article there, but the scary truth might, I doubt it's, it was a puppy. Yeah. It's- it was the size of a puppy. <laughs> Well, like so, the scary truth is that they could, they're, they got, they got killer eyes. They're gonna, they're gonna murder. That's the scary. They, they're, gonna, they're still devastating because when you you first told me the Velociraptor in Jurassic World Dominion, go see it now in theaters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by sponsored by Marcus Theaters on the South Side. Uh, I want free popcorn um, if they have any. Um, but when you said you told me this originally, you're like, yeah, if you were in the room with a Velociraptor, you could just kick the thing because it's just. You could, you could Get out of here! Um, but how long would that? But about, how long do you think? Uh, how long? I don't know. How long do I think I could probably probably about a minute? Because I fought chickens before that are really angry. <laughs> Everyone's fought a chicken at least once, right? Like I don't know. How long would you guess you would survive in a room with an actual velociraptor? I I don't. Maybe but I feel seconds? like I'm going to get it in a headlock. Yeah. What'd but you... also, like, when I'm driving now and I see a snapping turtle on the side of the road, I really like, how am I going to get this without it biting my hand off? How am I going to help it? Mm-hmm. Um, so the so the, on the flip side, lock me in a, a room with a velociraptor. Now I can't even I can't even move a snapping turtle, let alone I'm going to put the velociraptor in a headlock and choke it out before it bites me. Like, yeah, no, no. I, <laughs> not he's I, I maybe I'll kick it, but I think he's probably going to bite my foot off while I'm doing that. I mean, you're not coming out unscathed. No, for sure. And then how many before, you know, let's just put like uh, The Rock, right? Uh-huh. He's getting a little up there in age, but we'll just make it like how many Velociraptors would it take to take out The Rock in a room? Like three? Probably three. He could take out two. He's got three. two hands. The third one. What are you going to do, right? <laughs> he's Ultimately- gonna, no, he's going to get one in each headlock in each. He's going to slam those together. Oh, yeah. And then he's going to use those carcasses to beat the third one. So maybe five, I think. All right, I think he should he should hop on next week and he should answer this question. Yeah, we'll just tweet at him. <laughs> How many velociraptors can you take on? All right, one more one more thing. Anything else just ridiculous about dinosaurs that we've maybe learned in the last you know couple of years that just besides yeah. me learning that they had feathers or fur? Or... They just discovered a brand new dinosaur like in Europe, the largest predator one like T Rex to have ever been found. Like last week, uh, it's like thirty two feet long. How long is a T-Rex? I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> Less than 32 Cause, feet. Because, uh, you know, and the only comparison I have with the T-Rex is I automatically go to the Jurassic Park movie and go, yep, they're pretty big because I've seen them in that movie. And then you're like, wait a minute, they probably Hollywooded that and it doesn't work. Um, do we know what the name of it is? It's, it's, it's very something scientific. Very Latin. It's part of the Spinosaurus family. It looks like Spinosaurus. But okay, bigger. that's that sounds like a terrible name. Spinosaurus. No, they're cool. They're they look like giant crocodiles. Oh, okay. They I'm gonna well, we're gonna Google this uh, when we come back. We'll let you know what it's called exactly. 
<laughs> All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. We're just Googling things that science is doing with Spencer Halsey, UB Lacrosse Outreach Coordinator. You know, your title doesn't give you any indication that you're a science junkie. Well, it's youth and STEM is my specialty. So okay. the STEM part. Okay. There we go. Well, STEM still. Why? I mean, STEM is an acronym for, yes. you know, science M. <laughs> um, <laughs> So we were Googling. Uh, why is it chickens? Why do we always come to chickens? Why, and why Why did we bring up? Oh, because Jurassic Park. We're talking about dinosaurs. I'm like, when are we going to have, maybe not Jurassic Park, but just like a dinosaur running around. Although we kind of do in real, you know, we've crocodiles mm-hmm. and all that. But when are we going to remake the T-Rex? I think we'll start smaller. Um, but you, you're like, well, we're putting chi- chickens on tails. So we're in here Googling chickens tails, on tails. Tails on chickens. Tails on chickens. <laughs> Way different. Tails on. Yeah, so uh, we've, we've can, we can already edit chicken genes to make them look like dinosaurs. We just haven't been given the scientific community permission to let them grow into dinosaurs yet. That's what's holding us back, our ethics and morals. Yeah, which apparently you don't have any because you're like, you're saying that all sarcastically. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. Just send it. I want to see a tiny velociraptor <laughs> fight. The rock, is that too much to ask for science? I, I want to see a tiny velociraptor, which isn't the size that it's portrayed for in the movie. If any of you were listening, it's actually the size of like a like a little golden, like a smaller golden retriever. I have a golden retriever, so I'm just going to reference that. Um, I want to see it fight a tailed chicken. The velociraptor would probably win. <laughs> yeah. it's, just a, it's just food for the, for the chicken. Um, you roll your eyes at movies like that, the Jurassic Park movies, or do you, you go see them? You can still love them. I can, mean, yeah. for their their own. Their because own Interstellar, thing. you love because there's a li- there's quite a bit of science in your mm-hmm. your one of your idols, perhaps physic physicist uh, is is in integrated into that movie, right? So yeah. you're like, yeah, this is sciencey, um, but also ridiculous. Put that, that degree to work somehow, right? I have to make sure I can validate having a d- physics degree and. That's just through movies. The only reason Interstellar is any good is because it has uh, dogs in it, and they're called Kip, the sarcastic robot. I think one was Kip and one was... Yeah, it's Kip. Yeah, that's the only reason movies are successful is because they give them dogs. The Tars. Yeah, the Tar robots. Mm -hmm. They're they're the dogs of the movie. They are. Why is Star Wars good? Because C-3PO and Chewbacca are are like their dogs. They're like, they you know, Chewbacca is actually more... But C-3PO is... the dog, yep. Luke Skywalker's dog. And he's like, come on, C-3PO, come on. And C-3PO, like the hero of the, every movie. Without C-3PO, the good guys die. Um, all right, I want to talk about climate change a little bit. I sent you this this video earlier. It kind of explained climate change on a, on the grand scale, why we have it because of the earth and versus the sun and all of that. But like climate change now... Can can we just do? Can you just explain the human into the human causes of climate? Is it just we're driving too many gas powered cars? Because it seems like hard, it seems more complex than that. Uh, so I'm going to answer the opposite of your question first. Yeah. Uh, what is climate change not? Uh, we hear this, uh, this whenever this debate comes up. People like to point fingers at things that could be causing it naturally, and so it's scientists' job to eliminate those every other possibility and say. Look what remains, it's humans. So uh, one of the first things people point their finger at is volcanic activity. Uh, Volcanoes release a lot of gases, including methane, into the uh, atmosphere. Can we account for that whenever we're seeing the numbers and the chemistry in our atmosphere now? Yes, we can. And um, there's a lot of research that that shows that volcanic activity is 
constant. And this is controversial because the graphs don't look like it. If you look at one of the graphs marking volcanic activity, it looks like it's increasing. You have to read the captions. When you say volcanic activity is constant, you mean there's always volcanoes erupting? There's, yeah, there's always volcanoes erupting. Some of them are spectacular. Some of them are very boring. Uh, the boring ones are always And erupting, is just, it's always farting out gas, yep, essentially, right? Yep. Like and we're so, always pumping methane gas. The earth is pumping out methane. The earth's farting all the time. All the time. Through the volcano. Yeah, it's a very it's a very natural part of Earth's greenhouse gas production is volcanoes. So a lot of the argument would be like that's why we have you know, heat the, the earth's heating. Yes. I guess. Yep. And it is it is in part responsible for warming up Earth. That is true. But is that responsible for all of it? Well, we don't think so. Uh, the there's a geological survey, uh, the like volcanic geological survey checked. They're like what if we look at all the volcanoes and we look at how much they're producing? Does that account for it? No, uh, it doesn't. We definitely are monitoring volcanoes a lot better than what we used to. Uh, and so it looks like there's a lot more happening. But we're at reality, we're just measuring it better. So not volcanoes. Uh, the other ones are like Earth's orbit is changing. That's true. It is changing. It's very slow. It's very gradual. Uh, does that contribute? Maybe a little bit. Uh, but it's part of the natural cycle. So... Earth's orbit, uh, the volcanoes, no. What else does that leave us? And there's uh, humans. Humans are a huge part of of the reason why we are seeing change. Uh, I think one of the funny ones, now that we live in Wisconsin, everyone likes to point the fingers at cows and the methane they produce. Um, and it's ultimately uh, a lot of industrial practices that are producing the most impact in the chemistry of the atmosphere that we're seeing the biggest changes are a lot of them are just industrial we could changes. we could start to see the time if you look at the timeline i'm just going by that that comic from mm-hmm. x whatever it is XKCD. if you if you start if you look at the timeline the industrial revolution started the global warming increasing mm-hmm. on earth right essentially that's that's the, and the car and all that so like a, a combination of all those things but we can blame industry that's what we should do <laughs> well i mean what good is blame right other than if, uh, if you don't follow it up with action of some kind uh wow it's really tough though because industry is a big conglomerate that's really tough but yes so if you look at the graphs and that comic is is rooted fantastically in research um that you you can pinpoint oh look, there's a change can we can we identify what changed then yeah Human activities changed then. Is that the only thing that might have changed then? Pretty much everything else we can right. constant out. Yeah, because everything else just has always happened, right? Yeah. There's always been volcanoes, and the Earth is always going around the sun, mm-hmm. and 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 slightly uh, the angles of it are, are slightly moving. Kent's calling in. I won't make Kent wait anymore. Kent, you're on with Spencer. Go ahead. Hey, Spencer. Hi, nice, nice conversation. I just want to let you two know dinosaurs aren't real. Jurassic Park's just a movie. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, no, no, I just thought I'd let you know, but I think originally when the dinosaurs went extinct, wasn't it like a meteor hit the Earth and then we had like uh, like winter for like forever or something? Yeah, we, we uh, I, I think we've talked about this before. Is it, are we setting stone on the stone hitting the Earth and killing the dinosaurs? And We are. Pretty confident. So this, about 65 million years ago, uh, an asteroid about six miles wide, a.k.a. about the size of Mount Everest, hit Earth. Uh, all right, I'm going to butcher this. Next to, so it's, a, it's a, t- a town in Mexico. They actually have a crater that they think this is it. The timing, the carbon dating, everything looks like this is what killed the dinosaurs. So we are pretty confident that we've figured out how the dinosaurs died. 
And yeah, that absolutely kicked up a bunch of dirt and cooled everything down for a bit. Yeah, it, that, that climate change on a different scope, right? Like just it, yep, it, real it, quick, <laughs> real quick climate change. Um, yeah, not in, you know, if dinosaurs would have had Bruce Willis around at that point and he could have went up there in a spaceship and, and blew up, nu- put some nukes on that, on that thing. And, um, <laughs> I want uh, the last thing before we're going to go to a break, but I want to talk about this because, um, when we talk about meteors hitting the, the earth, um, didn't we, now we have like a multi-million, maybe billion dollar telescope out in space right now. Yep. James Webb, uh, telescope. Is it already broken because of a... <laughs> yeah, tragedy has struck the James Webb telescope. Uh, it's been hit by a micrometeorite. Uh, one of the lenses got hit. When uh, you say micro, how, like how micro is... What does that mean? Uh, Do we know? Like, tiny. is it an inch or is it like... I actually don't know the size of okay. the meteorite. Uh, just very small and it just okay. did, a, it did a little damage. So everyone... Yeah, uh, all it has to do because this thing out. is all mirrors. Yes. And then you just Webb. crack one of the mirrors. Is it, is it, that's it? Someone's no. got to... They won't actually like impact the quality of the images. It's just it shows us just how human we really are, even in our scientific instrumentation. Instrumentation. But we, yeah, this so with this new telescope is going to let us see further. It's always weird to talk about space. Further in my head, it's time. We're still looking into time, um, but we're looking out further, and it's all composed of mirrors. So of course, like all our space garbage is out there, and it's going to just be like boom. Yeah. Yep. Every other week, we're gonna have to send some guy out there, some girl out there to uh, to change. They got a mirror in their pocket, and I'm like, oh, I gotta do is get this. You think it's on there with Phillips screwdrivers? The mirror, Ste- probably standard. Just standard. standard. <laughs> I think it's Phillips. It's gotta be. Yeah, it probably have to be a little bit less complicated little because less compl- you are working in a spacesuit. They pull out the Leatherman's tool and just start going at it. Yeah, just trying to get the screwdriver out of the Leatherman. <laughs> Like I can't get it. What? Oh, it's stupid. I go. Don't take off your glove. What are you doing? No. Um, anyway, when we come back, we're we're gonna talk a little bit about you know that the the telescope and comparing it to the Hubble that was put out at some point. Yeah. So, all right, we'll be back in a little bit. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Continuing our conversation with Spencer Halsey the outreach coordinator at UW Lacrosse. That's me. All right. So we got dinosaurs out of the way, climate change out of the way. Let's go to space here for a minute, although that kind of has to do with dinosaurs in some regard if you talk about an asteroid. Um the we have a new is it just is it a literal telescope? Is that what we call it? The George Webb Oh, the James Webb James Space Webb. Telescope. J W George George Webb <laughs> The George a- Webb Burger Joint slash <laughs> George Webb. Did you do you ever do you know what George Webb is? Am I supposed to? I think it's a burger joint. I can't I feel like it's a I feel like that might be an Appleton, Wisconsin based burger joint where if like the brewers won that night you got burgers for 50 cents or a quarter or something like that uh, well that must be at but least was, three years that ago that was 25 years ago <laughs> 25 years george ago. Webb. and I, it was something you went to at like 2 30 in the morning if you know what i mean oh uh, well so the best it was the best food possible for 2 30 in the morning so james webb james webb way different thing uh, uh, telescope again yeah okay so, it is yeah not in the traditional sense we're not sending I'm, the backyard i'm just telescope. thinking like Captain Jack looking out his telescope on the pipe. Yeah. Can we do Captain Jack stuff anymore, or is yeah, he canceled? Fine. Are we good there? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Yeah, the character's interesting. Yeah. Let's send. Let's just like um, send all of the all of the, the interesting things up into space. We'll send Captain Jack. We'll just send anyone <laughs> yes. that was kind of weird up into space. Yeah. Um, 
All right. So that thing, what you told me before the show, and it was just to reveal this, the, the Hubble telescope built and thrown, thrown out into space of what year, do you think? Uh, I think that was 1980s. Like, it was the 80s originally, or was that Originally, and then, uh, right, 1980s. I feel like, no, I feel like Is it was longer, it? further than that. I feel like 90s. Nine- we, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that, but the, okay. the Hubble telescope, all the pictures we see from that over the last couple of decades, black and white, black and white. Yeah. That's so you've crap. every photo that you've seen, those beautiful Hubble Space Telescope photos, especially the ones of the Pillars of Creation, which is just a small segment of a huge stellar gas cloud. Uh, those are black and white. You were close. Ah, you were close. 1990. 1990. 1990. So they built it in the 80s. So you're kind of right. Yeah. And they put it. Although I wonder how many years they built. Took to build that thing. So well, if it was anything like the James Webb, at least twenty. Twenty, yeah. Yeah, James okay. Webb telescope was delayed, delayed, delayed. It was comically slow. But all, right. all those photos are black and white, and they edit them afterwards. And the James Webb telescope is like a a, a cascade of mirrors, essentially, right? To... Yeah, it's huge, huge mirrors. Um, and similar to the the Hubble telescope, it takes takes like rudimentary photo. Well, rudimentary takes the most high tech possible photos in mankind's history. The opposite of rudimentary. Yeah, opposite of rudimentary. Yep. Thank you. Um, and they will be in the infrared. So while we can't see them, they will have some color tones to them. So those photos, um, whenever they'll be coming out in July, will, will be a slightly different wavelength, but you know, will not be that black and white of the Hubble that that it takes. It will be a different wavelength entirely. All right, but all these photos that we see from either of these telescopes will all- be. Manipulated. All manipulated. Yes. Okay. So we're uh, not because because when you actually see the photo, if the actual whatever it brings back or whatever it takes a picture of, kind of boring, kind yeah. of like eh, I don't know what that is. Well, really. I mean, it's still like the the cutting. Yeah, yeah. It is. All, it's not as fun as it. But it's looks not as cool as that. You know, macro photo I got of a flower the other day with my new iPhone. So yeah, no, your your iPhone cool. technically takes away better color photos than the billion dollar hubble telescope does yes but why why is the james webb yep james webb telescope it, why why would it be important why is it so important well it's going to allow us to see things that hubble didn't because it's looking in a, a stronger more powerful uh wavelength it allows us to see a lot of stars that we weren't able to see before and it'll allow us to see farther into space and it will allow us to see baby galaxies which is just super super exciting I uh, will be watching galaxies form and getting pictures of galaxies forming. That's so high energy in space. It produces so much light. We'll be able to see it. But by the time we see that with the telescope, those babies will have grown up, right, based on the time it takes to – I'm doing interstellar stuff now here, right? Like the time it takes to see these things happen. Light year, They're light years away, which means they're – yeah. Thousands of years old, I uh, guess. Way old, way, way old. Millions, millions, millions of years old. Billions, right? yeah. I did um, thousands, unbelievable. Thousands. Well, space is old, uh, for at least 14.1 billion years old. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and so well, it's very- weird, like what happened before space, right? But we've yeah. talked about that, like the how it formed and, um, you know, the Lord. and no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, th- yes, thank you, God, for all these galaxies. Um, you know, it's, it's really interesting. You mentioned the movie Interstellar. Uh, the, the physics that we get from these uh, cameras was what we predicted before we even sent up the the cameras, and that's what uh, makes Interstellar such a cool movie. I think some people might have forgotten this, but at the time they produced that movie, they had that huge scene with the the black hole at the end, right where it's yeah. iconic. We didn't actually know what they looked like. The physics told us first, and then we got the photo of it years later. So the black hole that we see in the movie Interstellar is actually the back of a bookcase. It, yes, it's Spoiler exactly. Alert. The, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. Yeah, I got a spoiler yeah. alert. 
You always got to, it doesn't matter what year the movie was made. You have to, spoiler alert, I'm sorry, audience that didn't see Matthew McConaughey's study, uh, you know, hiding in the back of a bookcase trying to talk to his daughter. That's uh, that's real from physics. From the future. 100%. Yep. That's exactly what scientists say I whenever mean, they look closer. You're like a science, Books. you're like in, into all this interstellar. Like you watch that movie and you're like, that Loved is, it. oh, okay. Yeah. So, Kip Thorne, the physicist uh, on that movie, is is like an idol to many physics students. His physics is awesome. Yeah, it's hyped up uh, a lot, but it's still really cool. So for all those budding physicists out there, 10 out of 10 would recommend Interstellar. Yeah, I like Interstellar because I, I like uh, not Armageddon movies, uh, ap- post-apocalyptic type, because that's, mm-hmm. that's like apocalyptic. Like that's how... We might be going. That's how the apocalypse here on Earth might actually happen, right? Like we just run water. Out. The only thing we can grow is corn, and we, you know, we don't have any healthy soil anymore. The, those warning signs are already here. Like we're our soil and our the amount of uh, nutrients in our fruit and vegetables right now is like like minuscule compared to what it was, you know, twenty, thirty, forty years ago. I mean, yeah, but if we're gonna die like that, can we at least have the awesome soundtrack playing in the background? <laughs> And and can we have like a secret mission to uh, outer space that's gonna, well, may or may not save humanity? I'll leave it up to anyone that that wants to go check out the movie that if they haven't seen Interstellar with Matthew McConaughey, uh, just came out a couple maybe ten years ago. Maybe ten, yeah, maybe ten. <laughs> Five, I don't ten even years know. ago, a while ago. Uh, yeah, I did just rewatch it. I was kind of interested in it. Also, didn't know like when they're talking about. Oh, they get if you get too close to the black hole. Spoiler alert! Uh, time goes way faster here than it does back on Earth, and I'm just like, do, do you understand that concept? Yeah, or are you- yep. Time dilation. Uh, thank you, Isaac Newton. Isaac Einstein. Whoa, wrong guy. Einstein. Uh, that's that's actually a lot of very robust equations behind that. Yeah. Uh, and the, one of the fun facts that I like uh, to share that we learned in our general relativity class was that small black holes like the ones that are, are, are not super massive, will, will kill you, right? The, the tidal forces, the, the going over that uh, ridge will rip you to shreds. But the really, really big ones, like the one in Interstellar, won't. Uh, it's, it just, uh, changes the shape of space so gradually, it just, you won't be torn apart. It, good luck with that physics. I, we have, like, what, two minutes left? Yeah, and- no, we're, it's good. It's <laughs> just, I mean, it's an interesting concept, but when I watch it, I'm like, Head scratching, like okay, I guess time could go faster in the in the black hole, slower or slower, yeah, and, slower. And then in reality, and and you're watching that, and you're probably thinking like, yep, exactly, like you know what it's, I mean. Like it is a better, real. You have a better understanding of it, even though I like to pretend. Yeah, that's what I that's what I was thinking. The movie does a good job explaining. It. All right, that's Spencer Halsey, the outreach outreach coordinator at UW Lacrosse. She spends uh, she comes on once a month with us to talk science. I uh, appreciate it, Spencer. Thanks. Anytime.